Hey guys, it's Tony. I uh, just wanted to apologize. I know this is coming out a little bit later than anticipated. Uh, bear with us. We had some issues with our laptop that we use for editing and releasing. So we got that all figured out here. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank you and enjoy. That's all I really give a shit about. <clears throat> yeah, it's recording. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Straight White Men with Tony and me, Kyle. So, to start off our uh, third podcast. You're really just jumping into any it, huh? any, any topics here, good buddy? You're just jumping right into it here. Um, I was going to try and make sure that our audio shit is set up uh, so we don't have any issues like we have the last few times we have recorded. I want to start off this recording. This is episode three. Um, this will be coming out for Patreon listeners. It'll be coming out Monday, February 28th. Uh, Glad you know what day it is. To the public... It's going Monday to be when? Out. February what? 28th? 8th. Oh, the 8th. Okay, I thought you said 28th. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, it's going to go out to the public February 12th. That's Friday. And you can get early access to all of our shows. Um... Quite a bit earlier, you know, Monday to Friday, that's quite the gap. You can get access to that if you become a registered voter at our Patreon page. That is www.patreon.com forward slash straight white men. You can sign up for $5 a month. You get access to early access rather to our episodes. Uh, You also will continue to have access to them uh, after they have been removed from the public, which, again, we are only going to keep 10 episodes live to the public at any given time. After that, they'll go back into the back catalog, which you can access on Patreon. Um, We are also putting out a bonus episode every week for the Patreon listeners. Uh, We have one up right now, and that's where we're talking about uh, conspiracy theories. Now, this is not set in stone that that's what we're always going to talk about, but I think it went well, minus the audio issues that uh, we had there near the end of it. But, <clears throat> pardon me, it, uh, it was already going over a little bit, so it kind of gave us a, a good spot to, to put an end to it, because I feel like we can get into rambling moments uh Obviously, nobody wants technical difficulties, but they happen. So we just got to deal with it and roll with the punches. Um, A little change, I think, to uh, how we're going to be, I guess, covering things at this point, or at least what our main focus is going to be as the podcast. Uh, We've talked about it, and... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, Kyle, but you're you're on board for this as well. We're gonna 
still talk about politics. Obviously, that's uh, something that both of us are interested in, and it's a it's a fun talk, topic to debate and discuss, regardless. But we're also going to talk about you know just current events of any kind. Um, you know, we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves into just talking about politics because <coughs> let me tell you. As you guys have probably already noticed after just two episodes, there can be a lot of, uh, <clears throat> I guess, re- repetition uh, in, in what we're talking about there. Because things do seem to get uh, drawn back into a circle. And uh, as, you know, a- as it happens with politics, I mean, if you look at the news, they find one topic for the week and then every news outlet that's the only damn thing that they talk about and they just beat that fucking horse till it's dead and then they beat it some more <laughs> and uh we'll get a good I, I use out of it at least i mean i guess but i mean there's a lot more shit you could be covering than just the same old shit i know send that dead horse to the glue factory already you know get Get some, get on with it, and move on to the next one. I'm, uh, I'm, I just don't want us to turn into that. You know, I don't want us to be constantly repeating the same stories or going back. Because I mean, we obviously January sixth, we've touched base on it both weeks, and there's going to be a lot more times that we would touch base on it because the news is still covering the events and referencing it back to that one event you know anything that happens now they talk about that and there's still a lot of repercussions that are coming from that event and i just feel like that's i don't know i think we're what like i don't know since it happened with that pipeline being closed i hear about it every single day in the news like i know it happened it sucks it was the biggest mistake that a president possibly could have made during the first hundred days of his. Well, it's not the biggest mistake that he could have made. And mind you, we're still in that hundred. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. We're still within the hundred days. I take that back right now. It's the biggest, just absolutely dumbest mistake you could have made. And this is why I wanted to adjust some of the levels here. Uh, Sorry if he's coming through, uh, a bit loud, but that's that's Kyle's I personality. Told you I was coming in loud, coming in hot. Yep, and that's fine. I mean, it's it's not a big deal to me. You got you got a a big voice, and you don't have a cover on your mic, so it's uh, took the cover off. I know you took the cover off. I didn't. You did. I did. Yes, you did. When? Uh, beginning of the second episode. You oh said- yeah, because our fucking things were swapped <clears throat> around. Hey man, you didn't put you, the cover back on it. You want you want me to put the cover back? I on? I do want you to put the cover back on it. Shit. Okay, are we recording? Yes, thank God. Sorry about <laughs> that, guys. Had a bit of a fucking complication here. Um, technical dish issues that uh, Kyle. I need you to say something so I know that. You're I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry, dude. I I was, I'm I'm being occupied right now with somebody, so. Yeah, my wife is giving us the finger. You know, it happens, right? Yeah, I guess. 
Hey man, I I can bring out the worst in anybody. Okay. A- ask ask uh, any of our friends. There we go. Oh. So. Oh. All right, let's go. So that was what like a five minute fuck up. Okay, give me a second here. Am I still coming? Yeah. Okay. Good. Audio's uh, all together. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys. That was technical issues, and again, another reason that you know would be great to maybe get the actual device we need to do this properly instead of doing the um, workaround here. What's the? Oh, you mean that? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So what? What would you rather have? The device and keep doing it this way just for like maybe six months? Or do you want to get the video and start doing videos? We'll definitely want to do video. I think video is definitely going to be uh, open up a wider range for what we can actually accomplish here. Um, so that that's, I mean, obviously got to be the next step here. But anyhow, let's let's just get into it we're almost 10 minutes in and we've just talked about bullshit and had to fix some errors so um yeah so going forward we are going to just be talking about current events and i mean it doesn't have to be political it can be just shit that interests us yeah absolutely like the whole uh morgan wallen thing right yeah that is something that we wanted to touch base on here um so morgan wallen uh for anybody who's like my buddy here who did not learn about this until apparently today, um, Morgan Wallen has been the latest victim of cancel culture. Um, and, I mean, for anybody that doesn't know what it is, he uh, he said the N-word, uh, intoxicated, walking down the street with his buddy, uh, buddies and he apparently used it uh when talking to a friend i think was calling his friend the n-word uh not a black gentleman just you know a white guy who you know and they were just goofing around there but apparently his neighbor had a ring camera system and it captured the uh, incident there given the motion sensor going off and recording that so uh he then leaked that footage to tmz which i mean talk about a shitty neighbor man you know uh, you know, you know how, how about we just give out props to the neighbor now for being a fucking jackass oh for sure i mean that's that's a shitty thing to do because you he knew exactly or she i don't know uh, knew exactly what they were doing when they sent that into TMZ. They were trying to fuck his life up, and they were doing it for a payday. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure TMZ paid them fucking pennies. I'm sure it wasn't much, but I mean, either way, uh, it destroyed his his career um, in the aspect that the record label that he was with has um, dropped him. Uh, I mean, they they used a fancier way to describe it, but they dropped him. And then his, uh, oh, the music industry in general, country music industry has pretty much just said that they're not going to play his music. But on the opposite side of things here, he has picked up 
quite a bit of a following since this has all gone down. I mean, his the number of fans that he has and uh, everything has actually increased quite a bit. He's had a lot of different streams that you know streams have been played more. Uh, it gave him a lot of attention. You know, and so there's a lot of uh, a lot of TikTok videos going around right now as well with uh, black people listening to him and you know saying you know calling it out that it's just horseshit. Which, I mean, listen, it's is it right what he did? No, I mean, there's other words. You know what I mean? Like you know, he knew that he knows that he would. You can't do that. And he would never, I'm sure, do it in public. He was not aware that he was being filmed, which, you know, to personally, you know what? This is how I feel it's... about it. Okay. No, 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 no. Because people are going to say, regardless, he shouldn't have used it. <clears throat> but guess what? What you do with your friends in private, like, here, dude, if we're standing out in the driveway and there's just like five of us, uh, what we say, that's between the five of us. That's not between the rest of these fucking jackasses. All everywhere else. No. Yeah, but you have to understand, and and this is what they're trying to say, is that Morgan Wallen is a... Was that a good video? It was not a video. I was I was looking at something for Morgan Wallace. Wallen. Wallen. <laughs> wow, sorry. The video got me caught off guard, okay? Okay. And I was reading something about it, and I apologize, sir. Okay. Well... The, the sound has been turned down. Anyhow, um... Yeah, I mean, I, I just to play devil's advocate here, because um, I, I got to be honest, I don't, I don't feel that this should have gone as far as what it, what it has, and that I, they're basically destroying the man's career because he just had a record-breaking album released, and I mean the thing's blowing up the, you know, was blowing up the charts. Um, until obviously they canceled him, but <clears throat> I don't believe that what you say between your friends is necessarily supposed to be kept under wraps when you're in the eye of the public like he is. You know what I mean? Like you are you are a celebrity. You are who people are looking up to and you take on that responsibility when you get into being a celebrity like that, you are no longer just representing yourself. You are representing your brand. And that brand is your record label, your music, all of your employees, the band that backs you. Like you are the front man. You are the person who everybody is going to look to and then make their judgments off of everybody who stands behind you. So in that aspect, he should have been more careful. He should have, like, like, there's other words. And obviously he doesn't say it in a a negative uh, fashion. He wasn't meaning any kind of uh, hatred or anything behind it. But it could have been, and I'll, I'll, I'll give credit for this because this was, uh, I don't, do you know who... Todd Chrisley is? I do not. Todd Chrisley does uh, Chrisley Knows Best. Well, he's got a podcast with his wife, Julie. They do uh, Chrisley Confessions. And uh, he had spoke on this, and I feel that what he said 
really rings true in how I I picture this moment as well. Because this right here could be a learning moment. You don't cancel people because canceling doesn't doesn't fix the problem. You know what I mean? Because the root problem is that he thought that this was just an okay thing to say. If you want to show people that it's not right, you gotta you gotta turn it into a learning moment. You know, because right now I guarantee you at this point he he would never say that again. You know what I mean? If he if you give him the opportunity to learn from it, you don't just destroy a man's career because he makes one mistake. Mind you, I guarantee you look into every one of these country artists. I guarantee you look back far enough. I bet you at least every one of them have said it at least once. When they've been just sitting around hanging out with their buddies. Nobody's innocent. You, you know, this is all I'm saying. As you said it in the first episode, demonizing white men. Okay? Now, how many of these rappers have said negative things about white people in their songs and they still get played etc etc and yes that's a damn et cetera, drinking game et fuck you that's okay? two of them in a row so but i mean they say shit all the time and nobody has any th- there's nothing being said there i mean why why is it one-sided here I mean, if I'm being honest, I can see that that mindset there. And I mean, I'd go back and I'd say even more so if you're going to sit there and demonize him for saying this. Because at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's a word. And when you're using any kind of words, you have to take into account the intent behind it. There was no malicious intent behind what he was saying. He he was using it in the same way that if he was if he was black, nobody would be saying anything about oh, it because he wasn't using it negatively. But at the same time, I don't think that anybody should be saying it because it. I mean, if what rings true with it from what. From what is being said, and I can get I can get this much, right? Because it was a term used to, to basically it's a derogatory term used to keep black people down and to to be used for harm. Then then if you don't think the term should be used at all, take it out of the dictionary. Don't give it any kind of meaning, just get rid of the word. I, that that is your only option. Getting getting it out of the dictionary doesn't stop it from being a word. Um, My uh, thing is, is if you're going to do that, you're going to cancel him because he's white and he says it. You got to do the same thing to everybody. Look, you want equality across the board. Fine. You want to you want to make this word a cancelable offense. Fine. Every rapper that says it, right. Every Everybody that says it in every, their songs, and, and, anything they make I'm a white comment on, like calling us crackers, etc., all of it. I want them all removed, and that's how I feel. I feel like it should be equal across the board, 100%. You say get rid of guy. I mean, because here's the thing. I, I feel like it is a 
a hurtful word. And I mean, we might have differing opinions on this just because I, I, I have experience with, I mean, I don't know if I ever told you the first time I learned that that was a bad thing. What was the first time? Let's, this will be good. Let's story time. Everybody. Kyle, what was the first time that you heard the N word? And maybe what was the first time you said it or used it? Because I, I, here's the thing, everybody, you guys might have differing opinions on this. Every white person has. Oh, by, by. And if you say that you haven't, you're a damned liar. (laughs) Uh, First time I ever heard it, I was probably seven, eight, maybe. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit younger. And I would probably, and I, I would probably say it was, uh. From my father. Yeah, see, look at that. It's learned. It's I, learned, man. That's the thing. Ignorance is learned. It's passed down. I I would probably say it was from him because he, he used to uh, work in uh, kitchens for better part of like 25 years. And, you know, he said that, uh, and this is something I believe today is very firm too, that a restaurant business is very diverse. That it, there is a lot of different people because he has worked with an absolutely ton of people about, um, I mean, his favorite group of people to work with are Jamaicans. He will tell me that right now. He said Jamaicans are the best people he's ever worked with in the kitchen. Yeah, it's because they both have the same side hobby. <laughs> they like to smoke weed. <laughs> they spend their break times together. Well, you they know. go on smoke breaks at the same time. Yeah, no. What, what do you want me to say? <clears throat> and that's you know not obviously not every Jamaican, but a, the ones I met <laughs> in my personal experience. Oh shit! That that is ringing true. Okay, but no, that it was definitely from my father. Okay, for sure. Now, when was the first time he said it? Oh shit. I'd probably say shortly, shortly uh, after that, within maybe a year or two, and it would have been, uh, you know, where the Walmart's at right now? Yeah, just down here. Okay, used to be uh, back in the day. It used to be a Hills. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Given a lot of information. I mean, at this point, somebody could just look up uh, Hills Walmart. Not to mention, they know we're in Ohio. I it's do, it's whatever, man. Them narrow down, man. It's whatever. You I want to give them your home address too? No, no, I'm fine. But it used to be a Hills, and we were there, and which back back in the '90s, Canton was a lot worse than it is now. Okay, so you're you're really narrowing it down. Okay, so <laughs> I, it's the truth. I mean, Cleveland used to be worse than that. Oh, dude, I live... Okay, but here's the thing. I lived in Canton in the 90s. You did. You did. I was being tried... <laughs> I was I was being sheltered from it. Yeah, I, I grew up... I grew up in government housing. I grew up around... I, dude, my best friends growing up were... The, you know, lived across the street. Poon Daddy was my best friend. Poon <laughs> Daddy? Yeah, bro. Poon Daddy. Wow. His cousin Poopalotti. Really? Yeah, bro. 
I don't even know what to say. So wait, so you asked me how old I was when I heard it and said it. What about you? Oh, bro, I was probably, uh, I want to say I, the first time I heard it, I couldn't tell you. Uh, it, it was a word that got used. Like, not as like a hate word, you know what I mean? It was never used like like that and, you know, not in the normal Yes, day to day thing. Like I heard it a lot. Uh, people just saying it more like. Okay, okay. Like that was pretty normal. Uh, and then I remember I was probably like eight, maybe nine, and my buddy Poon Daddy uh, was actually who I said it to the first time, and uh, he was like, "What's up, my?" And I was like, hey, what's up, my? And I said it back, and he slapped me in the face. <laughs> and I was uh, just completely thrown off guard. And I was like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's just like, you can't say that. And I was like, why not? And he was like, he was, he was thrown off, like, because he knew that white people weren't allowed to say it, right? Because that's, that's how he was raised. Okay. White people are not allowed to call you that. Okay. All right. But you can call other people that. You can call your friends that. Well, here's the thing, man. Me and him were friends, so he called me that. But he was also told that white people weren't allowed to call him that. So he was confused, too. So he actually, we had to go talk to his mom because he couldn't give me an answer. And I was like, you just slapped me in the face. <laughs> And I'm thinking we got to fight now. <laughs> but I have no idea why. Oh, shit. I literally just repeated back to you what you said to me. You know? And so we go and we talk to his mom. And his mom was just like... I, I, I mean, I give I give that woman uh, all the credit in the world. Because she was... She was good. You know what I mean? She, she, she saw that we were all in the same kind of position. You know what I mean? Like... I, we weren't, well, uh, you know, they could, they could talk about white privilege all they like, man, but we're all in government housing. We're all, we're all getting Uncle Sam's food stamps, you know what I mean? So none, nobody's above anybody else. You know, when you're in Section 8, everybody's, everybody's going through the same struggle. So there, there's no, you know, call it white, black, whatever you want to, honestly, and this is why I have opinions uh, about the division of wealth is because I grew up in an area where it wasn't about skin color. Like it was to an extent, you know what I mean? Cause See, I, grew some up, I grew up in a complete opposite situation than you. Yeah. So, but anyhow, so I talked to his mom, his mom tells me, you're not allowed to say that. Because it's, it's offensive to us because of what our people have had to go through. I was eight or nine, man. Black History Month is one month out of the year. And I didn't know anything, really. You know what I mean? A kid doesn't know that kind of shit. Or, like, the effect that it has on a, uh, a whole on month. people. Yeah, they get one month. Yeah, I don't believe in that. Why? I don't think they should have a whole month. Why? I just don't. Maybe a week, maybe two, <sighs> but not a whole month. I'm sorry. Why? 
I feel like our independence is more valued than Black History Month. Right. I I just do this. I feel like our country means more to it than just that. And we only give what Fourth of July one day. We celebrate our freedom every day. Whenever you can walk outside the house and not tell people where you're going, when you don't have to worry about getting shot on the way to work because of rebels, you be glad that you got the freedom. You don't have to. You're talking about celebrating Black History. The reason that we celebrate Black History is because it has to spread awareness of all of the great things that black people have done throughout history that have helped us because by and large, man, the history books were wrong for a very long time. You know this, I'm sure that history books were changed in America in order to uh, further the, the white people's like narrative. I, I would agree with you that back then, I feel like nowadays... It's getting better. I Well, from our generation point of view, okay, I feel like it isn't nearly necessarily as bad as it was back then. I feel like it has gotten a lot better. It's gotten better, but you also have to think about it like this. If you're going back and you're looking at history, right? History in general. In American history... Who were the leaders? White people. Who were the people who owned everything? White White people. people. But there were black people still contributing during all this time. They're just not as well known. And during those time frames, the the periods in which are normally covered, because you don't have time to go into in-depth study on everything. Black people still made great contributions, and we need to go back and recognize the growth that has occurred as a result of their contributions as well. Now, okay, I can understand that. Major historical events, because white people have been in power, are going to be covered, covering white people's history and the way that our leadership is going. Does it? Do we go through and do we study? You know. Um, the changes that have occurred as a result of uh, all the white people? No, we're covering rich, powerful white people's history. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I can understand what you're saying here. I, I do agree with you. I, I, I can see why they give it a month. And it gives black children, you know, that kind of idea that, hey... You don't, you can still change the world. And I mean, it's, it's more like that now because we've had a black president. So they know that it is possible that you can get up to that level and you get a show, you know, you can become a professional athlete. You can become a professional baseball player because look at Jackie Robinson. You know, the, and the things that those people had to go through at that time in order to achieve was so much so much greater than what a white person would have had to have gone through. So going back through and looking at their struggle, it it helps out not just black kids, helps out white kids to understand as well. Hey, be thankful that you don't have to go through this kind of oppression. And black kids either. They don't have to go through that kind of oppression anymore. Thank God. It's it's still there. There's still a little bit. 
but I don't think it's nearly what is being made out to be. I, you know, I, you know what? I, I, I think you're wrong there. I think some areas it's still that bad, but other areas I think it's not. I mean, that's just truthful. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to vary from place to place because you're going to have areas where people are more, I guess, open or friendly. You know what I mean? Like, like in my situation growing up, dude, there was there was unity there. We were all poor as fuck. And we all we were all hungry. And that's not like hungry for money or anything like that. It was fucking we're hungry. And I'll tell you right now, you hustle. Dude, you hustle to make money to buy food. And that's why they're talking about the crime rates inside of these low-income areas. That's fucking legit. Because when you're hungry and you don't have any other way to fucking get food, dude, when you get real hungry, when hunger really hits you, you'll do anything it fucking takes. We used to go up, and it's I think we're past the, the time frame where uh, they can come back at me. I used to steal the shit out of stuff from Kmart with my friends. We used to go up to Kmart, we used to steal a bunch of video games, and then we'd go and we'd trade them in, and we'd buy food. We'd go up, and we'd buy food from fucking Food for Less. Dude, I know my fucking one friend's place, man, we'd go there, and he had, like, he had nine siblings, eight or nine siblings. And I mean, that's a lot of kids. And his mom wasn't always there, you know what I mean? So it's like... You make deal with what you got food-wise in the house, and there's not always food. There's not enough food to feed everybody. That's guaranteed. And somebody's going to make dinner, all right? But they're not making enough for everyone, and it's first come, first serve. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong here, okay? I didn't grow up nearly like you did, okay? But, I mean, we weren't great... You know, we, you know, my mom always put, you know, food and shit on the dinner table for me and my brother and whatnot. And my dad did too. But there was time sometimes where they didn't eat because they, we just didn't have it. But it always got better eventually. So, at least for us. Dude, I had times where uh, growing up, we, we wouldn't have dinner. Like, it was literally just like, you eat breakfast from school and you eat lunch at school because those are free meals. And then when you get home, maybe there's nothing there. You know what I mean? Well, I mean. So you eat everything. And then, you know, there were there were times where we'd have fucking crackers and jelly for dinner. Saltine crackers and jelly. Well, I mean, you know. <clears throat> we used to make this. this you, know, you know, you know what? You know what actually gets me the most. What is? No matter what, I remember going into my mom and dad's room when they were still married. Seeing them banging it out. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Underneath my dad's dresser. <laughs> you ever see? You know? Okay. For example, you know the school lunch trays. Yeah. Those big ass fucking trays, right? Yep. All right. Well, underneath his um, 
dresser. dresser. Yeah, underneath his dresser, from the floor to the bottom of his dresser was about three and a half inches, maybe four, right? He had one of those fucking trays underneath that dresser, and it always had fucking pot on it. Yeah. No matter what. Oh, we can't go do this or do that. But that motherfucker always had his pot. Oh, dude, we used to get locked out of the house when I was a kid. They'd lock us out of the house, tell us, you guys got to go outside, play in the yard, don't come home till dark. If you're thirsty, there's a hose. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you'd be like, yeah. I got to I gotta poop. <laughs> like, okay, if I could come, unlock the door. Because the door's locked. They'd lock you out the motherfucking house. you come in, and you could smell it. And I was a kid. I, I wasn't stupid, though. Yeah, and they no, think no, that no, you are. No, no. I'm like, I know what cigarettes smell like, and I know that ain't cigarettes. No, 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 no. So, I was nine when my parents got a divorce. Okay, so right. my dad would always he'd get us every weekend, every other weekend. He used to take me fishing every single weekend during the summer. By halfway through the day, you know who was usually driving the boat? Me or my brother. Because my dad would sit at the back of the boat halfway through the day and, oh, we got to move. Well, the wind ain't blowing towards us because the winds were, you know, going against stuff. So he'd be back there driving the boat, just smoking a joint. He'd, halfway through the door, day, he'd be done. We'd, we'd fend for ourselves the rest of the day. He'd be on the boat just. See, I think that'd be cool as fuck, dude. As a kid, being on a boat, that'd be awesome. You know what we used to do? Here's a fucked up story for you. If I ever become a comedian, dude, this is definitely going inside of the fucking night. If I ever become a comedian. I'm 30 years old. I'm never becoming a comedian. All right? But here's here's a fucked up story hey man, for you. You can change any point in time in your life you want. I'm good. I can't I can't get into being a comedian, dude. Do you ever hear about how much they have to struggle when they first start off? I thought about going up there and doing it. Do it. I got a great sheet story everybody loves. Sheet story? <laughs> did you join the kkk no no because that's what sheets, it sounds like sheets when the gas about, station oh, story okay <laughs> that poor bathroom <laughs> oh jesus all right so i ever tell you the story about my fort as a kid yeah. the porn fort the porn fort oh yeah okay so this i was still living in uh down in the yeah, i don't want to call it the hood <laughs> but you want to it call was, it the hood. It was. You don't, but you Look, do. I drove my wife through there, and she got scared. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess That's the hood, it, bro. Call it That's what it is, hood. I guess. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 if you drive I wouldn't through, buy a house in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> that says something, man. Yeah. I that mean, says something. But anyhow, like, I was living down there, and all of, uh, there was a construction site somebody was built because like not far off because for whatever reason there there are wealthy neighborhoods within like a quarter mile of the poorest places in town there always is yeah it blows my mind it's like they like to be able to see it but not smell the poor uh <laughs> it's crazy it really is because then poor people can see it and be like someday and i don't even know if it was wealthy i gotta be honest because my like, my mindset of what was wealth when you're that poor, like, I remember being a kid and going, man, if I can just make $48,000 a year, I would be 
be so well off. I could live a really good life. I envied garbage men because I found out how much money they made. <laughs> oh, dude, garbage men make bank. They make really good money. They don't make great money, but they make pretty good money. They make a good minimum, like a, a middle class well, range of, what? why are you looking at me like I'm retarded? If you start your own company, yeah, you make no, insane no. My money. my my stepdad worked for a comp worked for a company for years, and no shit. His average salary, well, he worked hourly, but by and he worked usually like fifteen hours a week overtime. His average income was still like sixty thousand dollars a year between fifty five and sixty. Yeah, that's middle class. Yeah, well, I say yeah, solid but middle I mean, class. What the fuck did you look at me like that? For? I feel like solid middle class is like. I don't know. I feel like thirty. That's to 40. the medium. That's the me, like the median range of income. You know that, right? It's like fifty five thousand dollars a year for a single person. Household income median is like seventy five. No, I think they. No, I, I'm okay. The last time I looked at it was like three years ago, and the average income in our specific within like a hundred mile radius of us. The average income for a single person was fifteen to twenty grand for an for a house of two, like a couple. The average income was between like thirty five and forty five thousand. There's no way in hell. Anywho, back to my uh, uh, back to my porn uh, story. No way in hell. Fuck you. Back. All right. Yeah. Okay. Back to this porn, porn story. Fort. Porn for it. Porn for it. Jesus right. Christ. So, how old were you with this porn for it? We were probably like. Ten. I mean, because none of us had gone through puberty yet, for the most part. Okay. Okay. I mean, we were all just like young ten-year-old Tony with a porn fort. Well, we didn't have the porn fort yet. Anyhow, um, the quote-unquote wealthy uh, area, not too far away, had a construction site going on. They were building a house up there, and so we. I mean, it was the middle of the summer. We were bored. I mean. We didn't, dude, we didn't think anything of stealing shit. Like, that's just how we got food. That's how we got everything. You know what I mean? Like, anything we wanted, we'd go to the Kmart, we'd steal it, or we'd steal enough stuff to sell to be able to buy it. Like, that's exactly what we did. Wow, dude. I, you know. But that's, I, that, that's what we were learning, though, too, because everybody that, like, all the adults around us, dude, that's how they got all their shit. They stole to get their shit. So it's learned behavior. And then we're like, look, that's what you got to do if you want to get what you want. Like, you got to steal it from people who already have it. Or steal from, I was always told you steal from corporations. Steal from the company because they got insurance and they got enough money. They don't need all that money. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Okay. So I see a house being built. Look, that's a nice neighborhood. As far as I can see, fuck them. (laughs) <laughs> so we all go up to there and I mean there's like a mob of 10 year olds there's probably like five six of us we go up there and we just start carrying fucking lumber and plywood down and uh, our buddy uh, our buddy Jack his uh, back behind his place that they rented there were some woods there's uh we we're like let's build a fort in the woods all right, and that's that's all that's all it started out as. And I mean, dude, we built this fucking you know, like a legitimate fort. We stole some stuff from the Kmart, sold it, bought fucking nails and shit, and we did it. We built a fort. Oh shit! And uh, 
we got uh we stole some carpet from i forget where we stole the carpet from we stole this piece of carpet from somebody we put i mean <laughs> that's put, impressive to steal carpet i'm yeah, impressed dude. yeah i mean we had a, an actual ceiling on it and it was angled like we got an angle on the ceiling and everything like we didn't know how to we didn't couldn't cut wood but we could break it and so like we broke wood into pieces and we i mean we nailed everything together and it was it looked like a little homeless shack right but it kept the rain out and it was ours and it was cool as fuck for 10 year olds we had our own little fucking so place. did you ever go to it and find a homeless man no okay just gotta ask that now no it didn't survive long enough um, <laughs> so there was this uh this little neighbor kid man he was a couple years younger than us but he was always trying to hang out because uh, we, I mean, he, his family, like his dad actually like worked, they had a good, like good life. So like he was more richy. And so like, you guys didn't really want nothing to we do know, with him. No, no. Cause we like, <laughs> no, fuck that. As weird as it sounds, we looked down on him. Like you, you got money and shit to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's, it's a strange dynamic, but you know, that's, that's what it was. And then, uh, but the kid was just like, look. I can get you guys magazines. My dad's got a bunch of magazines. We're just like, what kind of magazines? And he's just like, I don't know. You're like, okay, sure, whatever. Go get us some magazines. And if we like them, maybe we'll let you in. Dude, he brought back a fucking Hustler. Like, a Hustler magazine. We're like, you guys got a bunch of these? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just joined the club. <laughs> like, how many can you get? And he's just like, how many do I need? And I was like, how many do you got? <laughs> dude, no shit. Dude brings back like 30, 30 of these fucking things. 30 porno mags. And it's like a variety. It's like and nothing like soft. No Playboy bullshit. It's like penthouse, hustler, <laughs> like hardcore porn mags. And... He's like, yeah, no, I got a bunch of these. Like, my dad, my dad just got a bunch of them laying in the basement. I'm like, you lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, we take and like literally at this point, all of the boys like, we're ten. We, I mean, we're going through that phase. You know what I mean? So we see like some hardcore. But we're like, yeah, what's up? Um, so. We're just taking turns using this as a beat check. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we got, we got <clears throat> we have them hidden because we had a like a wood floor before we had the carpet, right? So it's not like on the ground. So we like lifted up the the fucking carpet and we lined the bottom of this thing with the porn to hide them because all the while we're building this thing, we got it going on. Not only is this kid trying to get in, but like. We're the coolest motherfuckers in the fucking area right now. Everybody's, everybody's wanting it. But especially our sisters, because we said no girls allowed. And after we got the porn, it was sure as fuck no girls allowed. <laughs> oh, so, shit. So we got, we got this, uh, this fucking beat shack, fucking porn fort, whatever you want to call it, right? And <laughs> beat shack porn. Like we're just or, fucking taking turns. Like all the all the guys are just like, man, this is so cool. Well, like, yeah, it's really cool. Some people are like, I'm gonna take a magazine home, and I'm like, all right, don't get caught with it though, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid, 
that like he's just fucking stoked to be a part of it. This thing lasts one day. One day it lasts. Because the next day our sisters got into the fucking fort. Because we don't have a fucking padlock. Right? There's no way to lock it. We don't have a door on this fucking thing. We had like a in like sheet or something that we took and hung up as like the doorway. Okay. So they get in. They find the porn. It's not hidden well. It's just under the carpet. Okay. Left up the carpet. They find the porn. What do you think that they would do with all that porn? They took it to the <coughs> parents. No. So much worse. So much fucking worse than that. They take the porn. They're running through the streets with with these magazines just like sitting there shredding out fucking nudes all over and just fucking going, the boys got porn. The boys got weird magazines. <laughs> They're just fucking, dude, there's pictures. There's like pages of these porns that are just scattered throughout the neighborhood. All right. And. And our parents are going, what the fuck are they yelling about? You know, and so, and, and then eventually, like, because there's like four girls now running around with hardcore porn magazines, <laughs> carrying out fucking images of like gangbangs and shit, just fucking everywhere. All right. And crazy shit. So, so the, the fucking parents get a hold, like, get a hold of this. They look at us. They're like, where the fuck did you guys get this kind of... Like, and we didn't... Have, like, our dads weren't there, obviously. But, <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> these dads were around. <laughs> like, it's not a thing. In that. <laughs> yeah, but our moms and their boyfriends are like, where the fuck did you guys get... And I remember very, uh, like, very clearly, my mom's boyfriend at the time looking at me and be like... Not have led your sister get a hold of those. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they go, they take the remaining porns, all right? And I think they divide them up, all right? Because I'll tell you right now, I found some of them in a closet fucking up on the top shelf and bet I didn't fucking take that shit. <laughs> I don't know who had the rest of them, but I do know that later... The next day, that fucking little kid that joined us, who gave us all those fucking things, comes up to us and he's like, like, he's got a fucking, like, black eye. Ha <laughs> his dad knocked the shit out of him! <laughs> he's like, hey guys, uh, I really need those magazines back. My dad is home and uh, he's not happy. <laughs> he's like, so I'm going to be in a lot of trouble if I can't get all those back. And we're like, I don't know what to tell you, like... Because this is before I found it. I didn't know where the fuck they went to. I was like, look, our sisters fucking destroyed them. And then our parents had the rest. And I fucking, dude, I don't know. They think they probably threw them away. So he has a fucking mental <coughs> breakdown. Because <laughs> he's like, I can't go home. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, the fucking fort's open now, man. We're done with it. <laughs> he fucking slept on the jizz carpet. <laughs> Until his dad came and drug him back home. Oh, this fucked up. I have no idea what happened to that kid. I don't think I ever saw him again. I imagine that after that, his dad was just like, you're not allowed to go outside anymore. 
he fucking got rid of my. Do you know how expensive porn supply? Fucking dude, thirty, thirty of them. Even at five dollars a pop, you're looking at one hundred and fifty dollars worth of porn. They got shredded across the neighborhood. That was just one. That was like one weekend, bro. I have. I'll tell you what. Living in the hood gave me a fucking surprisingly large number of stories. So, you know, I I got a question for you. So we should make that a fucking uh, bonus episode thing. We talked Tony's hood stories. (laughs) So (laughs) I got a gang of them, man. So that way, that way. So I got a question for you. Because when I met you, you were pretty like what we would consider normal class. Like, Hey man, pretty well. Not hood Tony, right? Um, <laughs> we'll go with that. That not was, gangsta. That was a uh, couple, couple reasons things happen like that. Um, well, no, no, I, I, I get that. We but ended up moving to North Canton because my mom did not like the, or at least this is what she claims. It was because she didn't like the group of people that I was hanging out with. Um, I had, I think it was my 15th birthday party and, uh, there was just some friends over, but I think three girls gave me condoms for my 15th birthday party. And then like my mom was there. So like she, and like these girls had no shame about it. They were just like, yeah, here's a condom. Wink, wink. And I was just like, up. <laughs> Donnie was about to give himself it's gonna, be a good, it's gonna be a good birthday. I'm glad I turned 15. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I uh that and then like I was I don't know, I skipped school a bunch. I was smoking cigarettes. I started smoking cigarettes when I was twelve. I was already drinking a lot. Holy Christ, dude. Yeah, like I, at that point in time, I could probably, I mean, at 15, I could say I've been drunk a lot. You know, you know the first time I got drunk? I smoked weed outside uh, before school. Uh, you, know, you know the first time I got drunk? I was 13. I went to my stepdad's family's party. I believe one of my aunt's, well... One of his sisters, my aunts, yeah, they're my aunts, they're family no matter what. I don't care what anybody says, they're family. Uh, was turning 50, I believe, and uh, 50 or 60, I forget. And um, we, uh, my mom left with two or three of the sisters, and was they were just supposed to go down the fucking street and get couple 12 packs of pop and come back and they got lost for like two hours for the love of god it's soda it's fucking pop it's not it is pop but my stepdad goes you're your damn mind hey you want a beer fuck yeah i want a beer i remember drinking that beer and eating jello shots and about 45 minutes later i don't remember shit uh first time i got drunk i was two 
Two. I don't remember it, but it happened. <clears throat> uh, apparently, my grandfather started by giving me some something to drink. I was at a party that my mom was at or throwing. I'm not sure. I, obviously, it was two. So, uh, but then, like, I just wandered around the party, getting little drinks from uh, a little bit from everybody, and it ended up with me getting trashed as a two-year-old. So. Yeah, I mean... There was a fun time, wasn't it? I have no idea. <laughs> but then I also remember, like, the first beer I remember, it was on New Year's Eve, and I was six. And stepdad gave me a beer. I drank it. Like, he, he gave me a beer, and he gave my sister a beer. And she drank, a like, a sip of it, and she's like, I don't like this. I remember chugging mine and then going... I'll take that if she doesn't want it. And he just <laughs> looked at me and was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, it was at that moment he realized he probably shouldn't have done that. A very similar situation happened with my first cigarette, too. Because that was given to me by my mom. She had me and I, maybe my littlest sister... In a room, and she was smoking because they always smoked in the house. And all oh, my parents did too growing up. That was mm-hmm. a common thing, right? And so she she took me into a room. She was like, "I want you to try this cigarette and tell me what you think of it." And I was like, "Okay, sure." Uh, so I like smoked a cigarette and <clears throat> I, I like smoked it. I didn't cough. I exhaled. I like I actually like was smoking the cigarette, and she's just like, "That doesn't." Make you want to cough or taste terrible? It's like, no, it's not bad, actually. It's kind of... Oh, shit. Make my head feel funny. I kind of like that. And she was just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you got your nicotine buzz going on, she son. She like, give me that. And I was like, no, you gave it to me. <laughs> um. Oh, oh. Since, since we are going on, by the way, since we started out with this episode... With Morgan Wallen. With Morgan Wallen. Um, and basically his career getting destroyed. It's not getting destroyed, though. Because it it is, but it isn't. But it's it's honestly brought a lot of attention to him. And his numbers have been increasing rapidly. I will say this, and I want this. I, I honestly think we need to push for this, is that every single person who got ranked in the top to any number one hits that have happened this fucking week because they've removed his album and all of his songs from being able to play, they should have an asterisk on that. Because there, there's no reason that those people should be number one. I agree with you. Now, he <clears throat> has... Such an amazing fucking playlist, bro. So, have you listened to him? I have not. I listen to a lot of different artists, okay? I'm I I guarantee you I've heard one of his songs Dude, not known it's his. I'll tell you what, have okay. you uh, do you 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 told me you listened to this past weekend, right? Yeah. Okay. Theo Vaughn had Morgan Wallen on. Listen to that episode, bro. I'm telling you right now it's a damn good episode. Okay. And uh, yeah, this is me fucking promoting another podcast. Uh, on this podcast, but nobody's listening to this, so I don't really give a shit. All right, this is—he's a damn good comedian and one of the realest fucking people out there. You listen to that motherfucker. Do you know? Do you know what I've actually? Uh, you know what I actually like? Uh, TikTok. 
And the reason why I say TikTok and I bring this up about artists. Oh, yeah, because, because that's where you found him. No, 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 no. Not because of that. It's because I feel like TikTok, because I feel like it is so hard for people to get recognized and to be able to do some stuff and get out there that TikTok with how COVID has been, right? There's been a lot of singers actually come off of TikTok that are actually really fucking good. Which I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try my uh, my hand at singing. You hear this voice? It can it can make beautiful beautiful sounds. One uh, of my I'm uh, just kidding. There's no way in fuck that I would ever consider getting into the music industry. Jerris Jerris Johnson. It's too cutthroat, bro. Look at him. Who? Jerris Johnson. Jerris Johnson. Yes. Terrible name, and you should change it. Ah uh, no, I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, shit. You know, stuff happens. That's all I can say. Who's so, calling you so rapidly? My mother. I, I have no idea what she wants. Well, we're at over an hour right now, guys. So we're, we'll go ahead and prop this up so that you can call your mom back. Um, nice lady, by the way. She is. She is. Uh, guys, if you could, uh, please visit the Patreon. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash straight white men. Uh, honestly, it's $5 a month to become a subscribed member, uh, or as we will be calling them, uh, registered voters. And that gets you access to these podcasts earlier. The bonus episodes, it supports us. It's, it's a, it's, it's a big thing. I mean, it, it helps us to know that this is actually worth doing here, uh, I mean, hopefully we're going to continue to do it because whether or not anybody's listening, we'll have a back catalog at some point. And maybe somebody jumps in and maybe even if just a couple people end up enjoying it, I, I want to make sure that they have some content to go to. And I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's fun to do. And I hope that uh, we can grow, grow it. Prove to our wives that it's worth doing. Not my wife. My wife is all all for this, hundred percent. Yeah, you, you just if we had some kind of financial backing, it would be uh, a little bit more beneficial to yes. proving to her that it's worth the time and effort that we're putting into it. I know that we don't have the greatest of setups. We are still trying to get the the video, guys. And I'll tell you what: you subscribe, we get it that much quicker. I mean, honestly, it it will be a lot easier. With your guys' help. Yes. And and cameras aren't cheap, people. Well, they're not expensive either. I mean, we're not talking about thousands of dollars. No, we're talking a couple hundred bucks. A <laughs> couple hundred. I mean, and we're not we're not rich guys. Right? I mean I'm not I'm not stealing lumber from construction sites anymore, poor. But <laughs> I'm, and, I'm not know, going out and buying lumber every day either, you hear and, me? And I'm I'm a stay home dad right now, so Right. So I mean you get some benefits out of it. And again, if we do eventually ever have ads, you won't have to worry about them. I'm still not creating the ads like I said I was going to because it's time consuming. And honestly, at the moment, guys, I got my hands wrapped up in just getting this stuff out to you on a weekly basis. You know, but maybe if you guys help us out, maybe I can maybe we can slow down on that. Maybe we can release extra episodes every week. That would be, you know, ideal. That would be a, a really cool way to eventually take it. But until then... All I'm saying is, you told me Thursdays. 
we have now moved to Sundays. Yeah, because Sunday's <laughs> on the weekend, and I have to work Monday through Friday. It's bad enough Monday night. I have to do all the editing myself to get this stuff posted out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sip that drink. <laughs> Calm me out. You know what? Next week, this ain't going to be water. It's going to be whiskey. We'll see how that episode goes. Okay. Anywho, guys, horse, hearse pile up, right? We're all going to hell. All right, that's the intro and maybe outro song. I don't know. We're, we might, I might have to do a little cut in here at the end and say, also, outro song. Beep. I don't know. But uh, until further notice, hearse pile up. We're all going to hell. That's the intro. That's the outro. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in. If you're a Patreon subscriber, right after this, we will be releasing the bonus content for our weekly. um, Our extra. The bonus episode. The bonus episodes. Where we talk about uh, conspiracy conspiracy theories there. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. I think we'll probably just wing it. Oh, oh, we're going to wing it. But I have one I think that might be pretty good. What's it going to be? Give give them a little taste. Well, because it's going to go out to the public. Well, you know, you know, you keep saying uh, conspiracy theories and everything. I have a new one for COVID. Oh, a COVID conspiracy theory. Those are not at all being talked about every fucking day. The Catholic Church. The Catholic Church. Well, that's an interesting one. We'll see. I I still I already told you guys who I think it is. Jeff Bezos. I stand by it. The man just retired, too. Is it a coincidence that COVID starts, he becomes ultra wealthy, then suddenly retires from Amazon after he makes all that money? Huh? Coincidence? Maybe. I don't know. Did he really retire, though? <clears throat> no, I think he's looking at something to deal with space now. From heard some, some murmurs on that. But anywho, guys... <clears throat> Thank you guys. Um, again, have a great Patreon. day, morning, evening. Forward slash straight white man. Please support the podcast. Um, right now, we are available on Spotify. So that's something cool, guys. We got that going. Uh, Apple Music coming soon or Apple Podcasts. I don't know how it works. But I'm going to figure it out and we're going to get on there. for all of you uh iphone users we will be coming to that shit so uh i don't i don't think you can do it on spotify but if uh you're listening to this on apple rate and review guys rate and review five stars please Uh, actually i don't know that i'm allowed to ask you to give us five stars whatever you think is worthwhile but if i was doing it i would give five stars because i think You think we're pretty good? If we've entertained you at all, we've done our jobs. This all right, guys. Has. Have a good <clears> one. Five stars. <clears throat> Goodbye. You're not allowed to tell people to rate you five stars. I didn't. Don't I just rate said five us stars five stars. Don't nice. rate us five stars unless you guys think that we deserve it, in which case, do it. You know, and then maybe we'll... This personality it. always deserves a five star. No, no, it doesn't. But this one, it, I don't know. Guys, <laughs> we're not going to get into debate about this because it's weird and it seems like... Like I'm begging, and I don't want to beg. No, you're getting the middle finger. Kyle says, fuck you guys. (laughs) I don't. I love all of you. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great day.
week. Have a great week. Shit. Later. Either the rapture didn't happen or we're all going to hell. Put your hands over your nose. Try to ignore that burning smell. Either the rapture didn't happen or we're all going to hell. Put your hands over your nose. Try to ignore